Hello, it's been a while. Welcome back. I am Tamsin and welcome to season five of English Sound Building, the advanced pronunciation podcast where you do the work to build muscle, muscle memory and master new sounds. As always, we start with a reminder that we are here to learn about the fascinating world of English sounds to improve clarity of speech and listening skills and hopefully to have fun along the way. The aim is not perfection and indeed perfection does not exist. Successful communication is possible in any one of the thousands of global English accents and there is no ideal. If you find it useful to read as you listen, remember that podcast scripts are available on the podcast webpage and on my Patreon page. That's www.patreon.com slash English Brick by Brick. I do believe in free education for all those who need it. So everything on my Patreon is free. Just scroll down on the main page. However, support for the podcast, of course, is really appreciated. So a big thank you, as always, to those of you who are currently supporting me on Patreon or who have done in the past. And if you like what I do and you're able to add to that support, whether short or long term, please do. Finally, if you're new here and you'd like to follow me on social media, come find me on Instagram or Facebook at English Brick by Brick. I'm no longer active over there in terms of posting, but there are loads of old posts to scroll through and I do reply to comments and messages. So today we're looking at a consonant sound which we have never spoken about before, but it is high time we did and we're going to be spending a lot of time with it this season. And that is the sound which is represented by the letter R in writing, which in my English sounds like R or R. So you'll hear that I make the standard English from England r as a post-alveolar approximant, meaning that I make it just behind the alveolar ridge, and regular listeners will know by now, that's the hard gummy bit behind your upper front teeth. And I make it by narrowing but not closing the flow of air. To narrow the flow, I bring my lower jaw up, and I hold tension in the tip of my tongue to bring it towards that post-alveolar space. The air moves through the center of my tongue and I get the r sound. So this is an approximant sound, not a fricative, so we shouldn't hear any friction, and it isn't a stop in my English. So there's no stopping of the airflow with my tongue actually hitting that post-alveolar space. So play around with the position of your tongue uh, and moving of your lower, lower jaw until you hear something that you like the sound or feel of. Now, there aren't many languages with this post-alveolar approximant r, and it can be a tricky sound for some learners to get to grips with. So don't worry if you're one of them. It will be particularly tricky if your language represents the written letter R in a very different way, perhaps with a tap or a trill with the tongue r or r or perhaps with an R which is made, a letter R which is made further back in the throat, like a H sound. So have a play today with the sound in English, but remember the sound I make only represents some English accents. And as I say at the beginning of the podcast every week, there is no ideal. Many English, British and global Englishes make the R sound another way. And as long as you're doing something consistent, you are almost certainly communicating successfully. In fact, it's worth adding here that this is a sound which can be tricky even for those whose accents should include this sound. For example, many first language English speakers successfully substitute another sound, most often w in its place. See if you notice any as you listen to spoken English this week. 
The last thing I want to mention here is that the IPA symbol for this post-alveolar approximant R should be an upside down lowercase Latin letter R. But in English teaching and in many English transcriptions, we simply use the letter R for ease. Now, I'm sure that those of you who have been studying English for a while will know that where we see the letter R in writing in English, it's not always pronounced um, in an English from England, a standard English from England accent where we see it in writing. So the letter R can be a tricky one to, to grapple with as you're learning English because there are places where it is always pronounced and places where some English from England accents will not pronounce it. We're going to talk about that more next week. This week, we are only focusing on places where we do always pronounce this letter R. Um, and again, in a standard English from England accent as that post-alveolar approximant R. So today we're looking at words where the letter R is followed by a vowel sound. And in fact, today I've narrowed it down even further. I'm only including words which start with a letter R or where the letter R is surrounded by two vowel sounds. So we're taking all consonant clusters with R out of the equation today. We're going to come back to those later in the season. You will notice that there are a couple today where there is a silent W before the R, if you look at the script and if you look at the written form of the words, or if you're one of those people who always pictures the written form of the words in your head as you hear or say them. Let's get to the list. We have 24 words to get through. Listen and repeat. Area. Around. Arrive. Carrot. Carry. Correct. Orange. Rain. Read. Ready. Real. Reason, relax, restaurant, there are two in there if you noticed, result, room, run, sorry, story, terrible, tourist, very, writer, Wrong. Well done. We'll go through them again in groups of four. Area, around, arrive, carrot. Carry, correct, orange, rain. Read, ready, real, reason. Relax, restaurant, result, room. Run, sorry, story, terrible. Tourist, very, writer, wrong. Well done. And now for some sentences with those words. We have three sentences. As usual, I will read it once slowly and pause for you to grasp the meaning. I'll then read it two more times at a more natural pace, pausing after each for you to repeat. Sentence one. Can you carry the carrots and oranges? Can you carry the carrots and oranges? 
Can you carry the carrots and oranges? Sentence two, he read a sorry story in the terrible restaurant. He read a sorry story in the terrible restaurant. He read a sorry story in the terrible restaurant. And sentence three, the tourist arrived ready to relax. The tourist arrived ready to relax. The tourist arrived ready to relax. Okay, so for the rest of this episode, we're going to practice this pronunciation of R by looking at minimal pairs with two of the sounds it's often substituted for, um, in certain positions at least. The first tends to be by speakers of certain other languages and again in certain positions, and that is L. And the second, sometimes by speakers of other languages, but as I mentioned earlier, also by first language English speakers is W. Depending on your language background and on the way your mouth is built, you may find these tricky or you may find that you can easily make the contrast. It's a good review of those other two sounds in any case. And don't forget that there are previous episodes on both of them, both from season two. As it happens, we looked at L back in episode 22, A Little Chill, and we looked at W in episodes 15 and 16, A Wet Vet and 12 Giveaways. Firstly, we have some minimal pairs with R and L. The first group of four we will read together. Arrive alive. Berry belly. Correct collect. Pirate pilot. Good. The next group of four, I am going to read the r word. Can you also read the l? Word, we'll do the first pair together as an example. Rate. So you should have said rate late, or you may have done it the other way around, late rate. Obviously, either way is fine. Let's try the next three. Right. Rip. Road. And now listen to both forms and check how you did. Rate, late. Right, light. Rip, lip. Road, load. And the final group, I'm going to read the L word. Can you say both? forms. Again, we'll do the first one together as an example. Lock. So you should have said lock, rock, or of course, if you did it the other way around, rock, lock. Let's try the next three. Loyal. Lighter. Long. So you should have read 
Lock, rock. Loyal, royal. Lighter, writer. Long, wrong. Well done, and let's try three sentences with those minimal pairs. Again, I'll read the first time slowly, pausing for you to grasp the meaning, and then repeat again twice at a more natural pace, pausing after each one for you to repeat after me. Sentence one is nice and short. They arrived alive. They arrived alive. They arrived alive. Sentence two, the pilot collected the correct pirate. The pilot collected the correct pirate. The pilot collected the correct pirate. And sentence three, he took the wrong load down the long road. He took the wrong load down the long road. He took the wrong load down the long road. Excellent work. And then we're going to do some minimal pairs with R and W. Again, we'll do the first four together. Listen and repeat. Rage, wage. Rail, whale. Rare, wear. Reared, weird. Good. The next group, I will read the R. Word, can you read both forms? We'll do the first one together as an example. Real. So you should have said real, wheel, or of course the other way around, wheel, real. Let's try the next three. Rent. Rest. Rich. Good stuff, now listen again, um, repeat and see how you did. Real wheel. Rent went. Rest west. Rich witch. And the final group, I will read the w word can you say both we'll do the first one together as an example wide so you should have said wide ride or of course ride wide let's do the next three white war one And again, we'll listen to all four again. Check and see how you did. Wide, ride. White, right. War, raw. 
one run. And finally, we'll do three sentences with some of those words. And again, we'll do them three times, the first time slowly, and the second two at a more natural pace, pausing for you to repeat. Sentence one, where's the rare, rich, witch? Where's the rare, rich, witch? Where's the rare, rich, witch? Sentence two, is this paint the right white for the wide ride? Is this paint the right white for the wide ride? Is this paint the right white for the wide ride? And sentence three, his rent went on a real wheel. His rent went on a real wheel. His rent went on a real wheel. Well done, those last two were not easy at all. So well done if you managed to get everything out. Some other interesting features of connected speech going on there as well, of course. So those of you who've been with me through the four seasons so far, as you're listening, as you're repeating, see if you notice any of those other features coming through as well. Well done, that is the end of this week's workout. As always, practice as often as possible to build muscle and muscle memory, slowing the podcast down or speeding it up as you need to. And we're back next week, continuing from today's topic. So today we've been speaking about places where that letter R is pronounced in English from England or in standard English from England. Next week, we'll be talking about the places where it isn't or where it may be, depending on your accent. Enjoy sound building and I'll see you then. Bye.